I just wanted to take a quick moment to talk to you guys about Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that allows you to trade stocks and ETFs without any fees. That is why I'm excited to share with you a special offer from Robinhood. By clicking on the link in the show notes, you will get a free stock such as Ford, Apple, or Facebook from Robinhood just by signing up today. What's going on guys? This is Corey and I'm just hitting you with the next episode of the Stretch 4 podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to I'm going to call it the Real Plus Minus show cuz I really want to keep going with the Real Plus Minus. Look at guys who are uh, moving up and down a Real Plus Minus. Sometimes I even one of my great joys is to look at the guys who are underperforming in a Real Plus Minus. So, um let's go ahead and just get into it. Um this year, the guy who is the top real plus minus, and I think he actually and he actually is the reason for a stat like this, and that's um, Paul George. Um, currently, his real plus minus is 7.64, and this is why I love this about Paul George and why I love his game so much. His offensive real plus minus, 4.46. Defensive real plus minus, 3.18. He's doing it on both ends of the court. And that's something that I think this stat was built to show is guys who can do it on both ends of the court. Um, you know, because I look at a guy like the number two guy, James Harden, and you guys already know how I feel about James Harden, but I look at his real plus minus, his offensive real plus minus is 7.92, while his defensive real plus minus is negative 0.4. So to me, it shows me a, a definite hole in his game because he doesn't have enough, a positive effect on the defensive end. And so... Um, that's kind of where I want to start at because I look at a guy like Paul George and what he's doing in o- Oklahoma City and pretty much changing that culture as being, I think he, he gets some talk about MVP, but I think he should be getting more and more conversation around him being a true MVP candidate this year. Um, and that's just something I want to monitor throughout the year to see how he kind of um, – how he kind of um, goes as the season goes on. Um, now, looking at um, the point guards, um, looking at the point guards, not a lot of movement. I see Kyrie is moving up. Kyrie's having a great year. Um, and I think it's um, sometimes we kind of look down on Kyrie just because of his um, who else is on that team, but he's having a great year. Um, he's a plus player. On, I mean, he's a plus player on defense and offense. Um, another guy, um, which is Martin's guy, is um, Mike Conley. Mike Conley's just um, he, he's having another. He's having a year, the type of year that you're expecting him to have after the injury. Um, and I really like his game. I mean, he's just going to wear you down. And 
I like his game. Um, it's funny because it seems like every week Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook kind of switch 13th and 12th. But De'Aaron Fox from Sacramento Kings, oh, you know, making his appearance as number 14th in point guards um, for real plus minus. Um, Dame Lillard, number six. Eric Bledsoe, which is a surprise to me, um, up at seven. Um, but, yeah, these guys, um, definitely there's some guys that I see that are – I see some guys that are more frauds, like Kemba. He's having a great offensive year, but he's a negative 1.2 defensively. And I, part of that is that team's not that good. Part of that is is that Kemba's always going to be a minus on the off, on the defensive side because of his size. Um, now, for shooting guards, Jimmy Butler keeps the top mantle once again. Um with Danny Green, which is a huge surprise because I actually commented earlier that Danny Green was playing out of his mind this year, and he's just a defensive dog. I mean, he's 2.25 on a defensive end, hitting big shots in Toronto. I think that even though Kawhi Leonard is a big reason for why they are winning, I think the acquisition of Danny Green is huge. Um, also, Josh Richardson, he's got those um, the heat moving. Um, I can see why they did not want to include him in any, in any trade packages. Now, somebody that I see that is lower than what I thought, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, and, and it may be because Donovan Mitchell started this season off really slow, and so did that team. And it seems like they're catching their footing, although they took that L to the um to the Sixers yesterday, um, but it seems like they're starting to get their footing just a little bit better. Um, Bogdan Bogdanovich, um, he's up there at number nine. Um, DeMar DeRozan, number 10. Um, some of these guys, they, they need to kick it up. A guy that I've been kind of watching is Buddy Hilt. Um He's an offensive guy, but his defensive plus minus is just awful, and there's just some, some of these guys – you can tell they, they're about getting buckets, but they're not adding much to your team. Um, so let's look at some small forwards. So small forwards, you know, and I think this is probably the toughest crowd of guys, small forwards, because you got Paul George, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, um, Kawhi Leonard, Chris Middleton. You got all those big names in there. Paul George obviously leading the charge at 7.64. Then you got LeBron James, Kevin Durant. Um, the guy who I think is a surprise number four in small forwards above all these other guys, Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles, I love his game so much because he just does what he does and does it well. Um, not, you know, he hits big buckets, um, t total team guy. Um, and I think that as... You know, Joe Ingles picks up his game. That's going to elevate just about everybody else, and I never thought I'd be saying that. Um, Chris Middleton, number 10, um, which is kind of a surprise. Kawhi, number 8. Um, Kawhi's been – I think that – so Kawhi's going to have a good year. Kawhi's not going to be an MVP. Um, I was listening to – I think it's the Low Post podcast. I mean, yeah, I think it's the Low uh, Post podcast. Um, and they said that they've never has an MVP missed more than 13 games or something like that. 
Um, with Kawhi not playing back-to-backs, I think he's already at um, at about eight missed. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't um, – if he doesn't, um, if he's kind of disqualified just because of not playing enough. Um, Jason Tatum's up in that 16th spot. He's been picking up his game. Gordon Hayward, um, I think, uh, as I mentioned in the other podcast, I kind of think that um, Boston's going to have an issue with Gordon Hayward. Um, Otto Porter's still stealing money. Um, He's back there at um, number 18, but... It's going to be interesting to see how some of these guys move because I think now we're going to start seeing who's you're getting to that almost that buyout time where guys overall performance is going to get judged and it's just not that good. So power forwards, um, another tough um, section where you're going to see you know where you're going to get um, some you know some big names here um, leading the power forwards. Anthony Davis, um, he's just a monster. He's at um, 7.2 real plus minus, 3.8 offense, 3.3 on a defense, kind of like Paul George, where just they positively affect both sides of the court. Um, Giannis, um, number two. Um, Pascal Siakam, um, number three, which he just has all the talent in the world. Now, the guy that I'm that is, I take a little bit of offense to being up here. And it's only because I'm a Sixers fan is, um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, from Sacramento, Bacelica or whatever his name is. Because he, as you may already know, he signed with the Sixers and then backed out of the deal and took, said that he was going overseas. And so the Sixers let him go. And then he turned around and signed a two-year deal with um, Sacramento. Um, so he would be a huge asset to the Sixers. Um if he was playing with us, but he's, he's playing with Sacramento and it looks like he's doing his thing. Um, he's actually number five in real plus minus with the power forwards. Um, and the big surprise here is a guy like Draymond Green. Um, he's almost a negative 1.7 on the offensive side. Um, and sometimes you would think, how could he be negative on the offensive side, considering the fact that with the high-power offense that they have, you almost want to say just by him being out there, they're going to outscore guys, but it's not not the case. Um, Serge Ibaka is down at the uh, 24th spot. Now, the funny guy, the guy who I thought was actually going to have a higher number than this is Marcus Morris, because Marcus Morris has been absolutely terrific for the Boston Celtics. Um, he's just been he, he oh you can, I can't say enough about his game um, and what he's been doing this year, um, but he's actually um, all the way down at 25, and that's kind of a surprise. Um, and let's move on to centers, the most unappreciated position in the NBA. So the centers, I think we all kind of knew that the Joker would be number one. Um, he's just dominating. Offensive, 4.3. Defensive, 2.28. Um, and then you got Vucevic, um, Vucevic from Miami. Mark Gasol, um, he's been up there all year. Rudy Gobert is, surprisingly, he's a negative on the offensive side, but just a defensive force. Um, Brooke Lopez, he's um, although he's having a great offensive year, he's actually a better his um, real plus minus is better on a defensive end. Um, Joel Embiid, number seven. Um, 
I think you guys have heard some of my recent critiques about Joel Embiid and his game, but he's a 1.3 on the offense, 1.31 on the defense. Um, Al Horford um, up there in the top 11, and we'll see if he stays up there with his injury. Um, I think he's currently on a minutes restriction. Um, Cat um, Cat is number 15, which is a surprise, um, just because you would think that he would impact the game more. Um, Hassan Whiteside, negative on the offensive side by 2.5, but a 3.6 on the defensive end, just a monster on the defense side of the ball. Um, and I don't really see anybody who I would say is a huge surprise on the defensive end of the ball. Um, let me, let's take a look here, see if we can find out. Now, I like to go through and see some of the guys who are, that, that you would think with their contract, with their notoriety, with all the talk and everything about them, that these guys are the ones where it's like, yeah, they would definitely be in the top, you know, 30 in real plus minus. And then when the numbers come out, we look at it and we're saying to ourselves, yeah, this is not what I thought. So as you know, there's like 400 and I want to say 30 players in the NBA. And so we're going to look at who's in that bottom 30 or so. So let's see. Let me see if I was right. Four, 440, 440, no, no, 464 players in the NBA. So let's look at those bottom few. So pulling in the worst real plus minus is Colin Sexton. So as we can see, Dan Gilbert's attempts to force feed this guy into the starting lineup is netting a negative 7.24 real plus minus, negative 3.34 on the offensive side, negative 3.9 on the defensive side. Now, Kevin Knox um, is a little bit of a support. Well, I think his numbers are going to go up because he's been playing a lot better. Um then you have guys like um, Avery Bradley. It's just been a disappointment. Just I think they were really expecting him to be a lot better um, this year. Jabari Parker, that experiment looks like it's just about over. He's probably going to get either waived or bought out. Um, you got guys like, it looks like, I think Grayson Allen actually got sent back down. Mo Bamba, I actually thought he would be a better defensive presence. Looks like he's 442, a negative 1.13 on the defensive end. Um, and then looking at some of these other guys, um, a lot of rookies back down here that are not playing well. Um, which I kind of go back and talk about how sometimes there's a lot of hype around some of these guys and they're just not they're just not as great as I think that we um, sometimes think. Now, one guy I will say is real plus minus is awful, and this is my standout guy, Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram's at a 402 real plus minus. Um, that is something that can't be. It is. I mean, I know he's been injured, and I know he's dealt with, um, you know, the suspension early on in the season. But you just can't be that bad. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's top of the list for. Let's go ahead and look to ship him out at some point. Um, but yeah, we're we're just gonna like I said, we're gonna keep playing with the format. 
keep trying to um, do different things. I like having one day a week as like the real plus minus show, um, just to kind of talk about what's new in the real plus minus, um, how things are kind of shaping up. And then we kind of go from there. Um, to the next one, try to get one out on Monday. I'm going to be traveling this weekend, so we're going to try to get one out for you guys Monday morning. But until the next one, peace. This is Corey, and as always, I'm going to come in with the dirty work at the end of the podcast. We wanted to ask you to please subscribe and rate the podcast because it helps people find the show. Also, if possible, please visit the website gigpodcasting.network for additional info about the family of podcasts. If you would like to support the podcast, check the show notes and click the link. If you can't directly support the podcast, feel free to go to gigpodcasting.network and use our affiliate links to shop as you would normally shop. Our partners have been gracious enough to support us. Please show your support for us by supporting them.